we're going to spend together, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. We're going to talk about elephants today. <laughs> and of course, you might say, Karen, elephants again? What other possible information do you have to give us about elephants? Well, if you know me, you will know that I will find new information about elephants because I love them so much. Um, but today we're going to talk about their communication um, and how sociable these beautiful, beautiful giants are. So in the elephant society, the females are basically the, the I guess you would call them, I mean, they're matriarchal, but they are the center. That's what I was looking for, the center of everything. And so we learned that uh, elephants have the most closest relationship between any elephant is between that mother and the calf. Whether that calf is a female or a male, that is like one of the closest, closest relationships. And the calf stays with the mother until around the age of, I mean, if it's a male, it'll stay with the mother until the age of 14. Females stay together all the time. So females do not um, go off and into their own herd or what have you. They, um, they're raised all together. Now the female um, will begin to um, go into sexual maturity around the ages of 10 or 13 years old. And then typically will give birth to her first calf at age 14. Um, <clears throat> the men, however, um, like I was saying before, the boys will go off to be there in their bachelor. A lot of times they don't, they're not even in groups. Sometimes you might see, you know, maybe two or three of them together, but for the most part, male elephants go off alone and live their bachelor life until they get into heat when they have to then, you know, come back and find a female for mating purposes. Um, you know, dominance within families is related to age. And so the age of the matriarch directly influences the dominance of other females in between family interactions. So this bonding group will form between two or more families, usually one that are uh, maternally related. So you'll have like an aunt, uh, a sister, you know, I mean, sisters, obviously those are aunts. Well, to you know, anyway, you know how the, the family thing goes, right? It's kind of like ours. Um, so you'll have that, you'll see that. And then um, independence is, I mean, you know, they take care of each other so long. Um, you know, obviously the matriarch is going to be typically the oldest, the eldest of the group. This is like the grandmother, great-grandmother. Um, and so she's constantly bringing her her herd or her pack back and forth to resources. Now, sometimes when resources are really thin, they will divide up into a subgroup and, you know, in order to, to be able to actually find food and stuff like that. But for the most part, they do typically stay together. Um, both of males and females will go long distances in their search for resources. Uh, and they also have a way of communication that is, un, is inaudible for us all, most of the time. Sometimes, you know, those people that have went on safaris and I've watched um, uh, nature shows where you could hear that low rumble 
Ah, it's a beautiful sound. Gosh, it's a beautiful sound. Scary, but very beautiful sound. Um, but that's how they end up communicating a lot to, to one another. So clues to the advanced intelligence. Elephants have long been revered and stories of their superior intelligence abound in natural history literature. Elephants are said to, to dig wells, uh, to find hidden water sources, and then they also plug up the holes with chewed bark to prevent loss of that water. That's smart. I mean, that's like beaver smart, right? Because I mean, we think about beavers and how they build their dams to, you know, be able to have shelter or to be able to 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 gain um, resource or food. But you know, I didn't even know that. Like, they would literally chew bark in order to plug up that hole so they don't lose the water. So, working Asian elephants have been seen to stuff their bells with mud at night, apparently so that they can um, enter fields to raid crops undetected. Again, smart. You know, they want to be as stealth and quiet as possible, which to be surprised, I mean, you might be surprised. They really are quiet animals. Even when they're running, I mean, you would think that they would make more noise, but they aren't, they don't. So these accounts have not been like actually investigated systematically, but recently field experiments have been used to study what is perhaps the elephant's most puzzling behavior. Uh, their response to encountering the bones or carcasses of dead relatives. Now I have seen this and I'm telling you, it made me cry because when they came back or stumbled upon an elephant graveyard and they took their their trunk and they were almost like they were breathing in the scent so they knew you know this was someone that was related to them um and and to see and i know you know a lot of times animals have you know their tear ducts and the, these elephants were had tears coming out their eyes i mean just streaming like a wet area coming down their eyes and they knew and they stood there for a while they didn't just you know walk in there and then walk away they literally took time to mourn or it's almost like if we go back to the graveyard to visit a loved one who has passed on and we're sitting at their gravesite. This is kind of like that um, same um, way that they were they were like just over the bones that were laying there. Um, elephants have regularly been seen to show intense concentration while they silently investigate elephant bones, sometimes for long periods. Experiments with artificially placed bones confirm that ele African elephants are more interested in the bones and tusks of dead elephants than similar sized bones of other species. So they know, and I know they do. A tool used in mirror self-recognition are often taken to be indications of advanced mental capacity, both in animal cognition and developmental psychology. Both topics have been explored in elephants with somewhat equivocal results. Of the two published accounts of mirror self-recognition tests in Asian elephants, one was negative and the other positive. Both can be criticized methodologically. 
In one, the accepted experimental protocols were not used. In the other, the elephants were only given a few days of exposure to mirrors prior to testing. And obviously they were saying the jury is still out on whether the elephants can recognize their reflections as themselves. And if so, what sort of conception of self does this apply to? Um, How elephants recognize, uh, I'm sorry, how elephants cognition has been studied. So, I mean, they've done over 330 trials uh, with female elephants to learn the first discrimination, but by the fourth pair, she needed only 10 trials to learn the discrimination and she learned the rest of the 20 pairs with little difficulty. They said, um, a few direct investigations of elephant cognition skills have so far been carried out um, for obvious practical reasons. And this happened back in the 1950s when they did this particular study. Um, There's also a long running study of free range, uh, ranging African elephants. Uh, in in the Mbosi National Park in Kenya has enabled more ecologically valid tests of perception and memory to be conducted in recent years. (laughs) Karen McComb and her colleagues have explored the apparently close-knit relationship of adult females using experiments that that rely on elephants' auditory abilities. Using playbacks of long-distance contact rumbles, the researchers shown that female elephants distinguish calls made by family and bond group members and bond group group members um, those made by unrelated individuals so they know when they hear that rumbling they know if this is a family member or not Um, they really do have that understanding and again i just think it's such a beautiful thing you know We can't think that we are the only intelligent life on this planet. Um, And even animals, you know, they may not be able to speak to us. Some of them can. Um, But, you know, you can always observe and find out so many interesting facts about them uh, and just take time to study them in your own way. Maybe, you know, you can't get to um, Kenya and actually be on part of the reserve and that the nature reserve but you can you know read these articles by people that have done this and uh, find out as much information as you can i so thoroughly enjoy uh, getting the, this type of information because um, again i i love love elephants and i have fell fallen in love with hummingbirds i am so in love with them as well uh, beautiful, beautiful little birds, uh, so delicate, so fragile, um, yet so very intriguing. But anyway, guys, it's Friday. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. We're supposed to get rain here. I am excited about the rain. I am ready to like curl up with a blanket and a good movie. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I hope that, you know, wherever you are, you're safe, you're happy. Um, and just know that you're blessed and you're loved. So take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. And please consider coming back on Monday for Bible study lesson. All right, take care. Bye-bye.